music there from a group called Truman's Water with a song entitled Sad Sailor Story from 7 Inch from 1993 on the Homestead record label. You know, I think I actually am going to have to uh, 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 either place a phone call or at the very least um, send uh, five or six of our Earth dollars to Homestead Records because for like the last uh, couple months here on the Anti-Static Podcast, I've been leaning on that late, uh, that early 90s Homestead uh, catalog pretty heavily. Um, so, uh, <laughs> that's a strictly by accident, I assure you. Paola does not exist in the universe of WFMU. I can assure you of that, my dear friends. Truman's Water uh, later went on to uh, sort of at least a couple of the members, or maybe just one guy, um, uh, went on to uh, start the band Soul Junk, um, who were sort of similarly demented, um, but with the uh, sort of curious uh, addition of... Uh, uh, I don't know, being sort of the, uh, the uh, being responsible for some of the best Jesus-oriented rock music that I have heard. And I haven't heard a lot of it, especially not the type that was being made in the 1990s. But where matters of soul junk are concerned, I am happy to call myself a fan. The uh, Truman's Water song, like I said, called Sad Sailor Story from a 7-inch on the Homestead label. Uh, pretty much towards the end of uh, Homestead's... Uh, career at this point. Homestead Records sort of uh, packed it up for good sometime around the mid-1990s. Went through th- uh, three distinct phases, uh, which were sort of defined by whoever happened to be helming the label at the time. Uh, of course, uh, Gerard Cosloy um, helmed it for the bulk of the uh, of the label's history. And uh, also uh, Mr. Ken Katkin and uh, another gentleman whose name uh, escapes me right towards the end. He might be the one who was responsible for this Truman's Water 45. Or this could be the Katkin era. I'm not sure. To Wikipedia with me. Before that, music from Lita Husick with a really, really great track off of a Rough Trade Singles uh, Club 7-inch from September of 1994. That was a song called Starburst 7. 
um, uh, recorded in uh, Wakefield, England, in June of 1994. Um, uh, just uh, Lita uh handling the music there, and the keyboards uh, being handled by Beaumont Hanant. So special thanks to him. I see they actually are uh, sharing billing uh, for this record, which I never noticed until now. I always thought that this was a Lita Husick record, which was called Beaumont Hanant, which just goes to show you the wonderful things that you'll learn if you actually read the backs of your own records. This is the Anti-Static Podcast on WFMU. Hello, my name is Mike Lapika. Thanks for checking this out. Thanks for downloading. Thanks for taking an interest in the um, uh, sort of esoteric uh, pursuits of my late 30s. Uh, which is to say, thanks for, uh, you know, bothering to check me out, uh, plundering through the old singles vaults and digging out some records um, uh, a couple times a month to uh, to play for y'all. All of them sharing the common detail of having been released in the 1990s on the uh, independent 45 uh, uh, capacity, we might say. Uh, that's what we do here. We do three tracks each week, which means that if you're counting, we have one left. And this week, it is going to arrive in the form of a song by the Delta 72, who put out this single on the Touch and Go label in 1996. I think this might have been their first release. It was their first release for Touch and Go, anyway. Um, a great track, which was sort of a staple of their live shows uh, around this time, uh, which were pretty, for lack of a better term, electrifying. Um, so let's take a listen to it. It's called Rich Girls Like to Steal from the Delta 72 on the Anti-Static Podcast. Thanks for checking this out. We'll see you next time.